welcome back. I think our, our recap is short. Last we met, we identified a bunch of things in a box. <laughs> we did. That's all we did. <laughs> that's, that's it really exactly is it. almost all that we did. Um, I feel like there was a little bit more here and there, but for the most part, we identified things in a box and then everybody and felt badly about it. That was the other part. We felt mm. badly. Um, is there excited and scared, excited and scared and scared into the box, into the box. What seriously into the box and home before dark. Um, okay. That's enough. Thank you. The, the, the doll opens what again, the, the latch on the inside of the box, right? Yeah. If you open, there's a drawer on the back of the doll with a single marble in it. You take out the marble and hold that next to the box that unlocks the box. And for the record, it was explicitly stated last session. We took that marble and put it back in the doll after locking the box. So believe me, I noticed the marble is separate. (laughs) All right. Believe me, I noticed internal marble opens latch in Anders box. That's right. That's right. Um, Seriously, though, is there anything we need to add to our recap from uh, last week? I mean, we really did mostly just go through a box. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, the today in in Waterdeep, do 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 do, do news flash. Uh, I you think were it's the 14th. Guests, the 14th. Yeah. Okay. The morning of the 14th. Uh, you were expecting some guests this morning. Um, did you want to do that identify before bed last night? Right yes. On the potion. The one potion we've not. Okay. Uh, so sure. So we'll burn that spell. Um, let me just check one thing here real quick. Hey, not that. Okay. Um, so it takes just a second to, um, to identify on that spell or on the potion. Um, the bottle is, um, it's shaped almost like the inkwell that's already in the box also. Um, it's a little bit taller than that, but for the most part, it looks very much like um, an ink bottle. The inside, the um, the potion itself is kind of a, a silvery gray color um, and it swirls with black. And after a few moments, um, Z would be able to determine that this is a um, resistance to necrotic damage. It lasts for 10 minutes and provides resistance to necrotic damage. So necrotic damage is halved. Okay. I will, I'm adding those to the bag of holding on D&D Beyond so they are visible. We might want to have that one handy. And Z doesn't think he needs it because he's got the Nightstone to help with necrotic damage. Mm-hmm. And he's now invincible, apparently. <laughs> That's what he thinks. Excited and scared. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have our title. Already. Yeah, I, I think that's it. I... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I'm writing it down. <laughs> the kids agree that's a great title. Excited and scared. <laughs> Do we need to put a disclaimer at the beginning of this film before a live studio yeah. audience? <laughs> <laughs> well, it does say recorded live. That's so, um, am I recording? Yes. Okay. Are they a laugh track now? Okay. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Ha ha ha, they say. All right, let's see. Uh, we need some notes. Yes. Today being March 20th. So was that a no to putting it in the bag of holding? Sorry. Why, why doesn't oh, someone take oh. it? I mean, get, I'd say give that to Barrett, who's up front a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Barrett hand, has hand a, hand. yeah, Barrett has a feature that if he gets down to half hit points, he's going to gain some necrotic resistance anyway. Mm. So maybe pass it on, yeah second best or second 
most hit person. Ellie's in there with a dagger a lot. Well, so are you, Z, with your claws. But, she you has know. a nightstone. Nightstone. I know, I know. Does that. Okay, you, think so you, can, you think you can touch me? It's going in the bag of holes. I, oh. I don't. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good. Great. Fantastic. Now that that is sorted. Uh, so everybody made it to bed, I think, on the night of the 13th at, at different times. Everybody was kind of doing their own thing most of the evening, um, but came to came to get some sort of rest. Presumably all of you got a full rest. Uh, I will say there were no dreams of note, but it certainly was not a restful sleep for anybody um, after going through all of the all of the things that le- were left by Ander and the various meanings of them and trying to sort out, you know, what, what are the next steps, that sort of thing. Um, the, if my buttons will all work properly, I've decided not to. Uh, the, the other thing that I think overnight that would have happened, you would have, mm, uh, presumably one of, or two of you would have woken and noticed um, Erky not really sleeping at all. Um, he, kind of dozed by the fire and then moved over here and took a little cat nap, that sort of thing. But he, he certainly never went to bed. Um, so for what it's worth, Erky did not get along. Um, he was very busy tending to things and sorting things and um, just trying to generally figure out what's what. Is everybody at Troll Skull the morning of the 14th? Yeah. Eight, um, That's my plan. Okay. Yeah. I, um, Aiden would have stayed with Squidly in the sewer because he would have left before night, fall at least. And then, uh, so he'd be back by morning, hopefully. Makes sense. Okay. So I did put this in the chat, but um, I think it bears repeating mainly because I like it. Uh, That is true. Um, So everybody is uh, woken. Um, For those of you who weren't already awake, those of you, some of you would have woken probably before the sun just kind of sat there. But for those of you who were still asleep, uh, you would have been awoken by the very loud clanging of a bell, um, a single handheld bell, ding, ding, that sort of thing, uh, rung by the town crier or a crier in the streets, walking through the rain, um, shouting, Black Knight tonight, curfew in effect, hear ye Black Knight tonight. And he would just repeat that walking up and down the streets. Uh, You probably all recall Black Knight being a new moon. You've been told that something happens with the shadow magic on a moon, um, specifically, or the most specific details that you have is that the blackness or the shadow seems to replenish or grow stronger that night. Um, And that happens with every new moon. The next thing you would hear is the secret knock at the door, followed by um, Erky offering to help Mert. As Mert wanders in, uh, you would hear his voice. He sounds, um, I'll say he sounds a little bit exasperated. Uh, certainly not the Mert you remember to 100%, but definitely Mert. Definitely uh, in good spirits, or, or at least seemingly so, trying to make the best of a situation as, as jolly as he can be. Just good old-fashioned Mert. And you hear clanking. Uh, he's clearly carrying something. He's grunting, oof, uh, as he carries it to wherever he's put it down. You hear a large um, clatter as he puts it to rest on something. And it sounds very much like uh, Renair is with him. The two of them are um, just making small talk with Erky, 
trying to find a place to sit, that sort of thing, and awaiting, well, of course, it's Erky, so there's definitely the smell of a good breakfast uh, lofting, wafting through the air, because again, it's Erky, so of course there's breakfast. And I will leave it to you all, how, how and if you want to descend the stairs, or I guess some of you aren't upstairs, but go into the area where they are. <laughs> yeah, well, I was in the main area, main tavern area, so probably heard and maybe tried to help but then <laughs> yeah since like early early morning yeah it's just just sunrise essentially is where we are okay. um does the crier mention what time the curfew is i uh, know just curfew in effect is all all he says okay barrett would have finished his trance and then gone up and done his normal routine in the dojo since he's finally back in the dojo um so he will clean up a little bit and come downstairs see what the racket is about um the first of you that mart would see whoever that is um obviously he would you know he's mart he's going to give great big hugs and scrunches and pats and you know shoulder thumps and everything that mart does because he's glad to see you all and glad you're alive um the the ruckus the jangling noise is a carpet or a rolled up rug of some sort um with something inside it probably the rug is probably five feet wide and whatever is jingling is inside it it's now just kind of thrown on the the table in the center of a few couches that Renair and Mert and Erky have pulled together by the fire mm. before they unwrap that I will close the sanctum where I left it overnight and then reopen it to reactivate blah blah blah, blah. everything is activated but the sound in the fog so gotcha so you have so happy to sorry so happy ahead. to see you, Mert and Rainier. What's in the bag mm-hmm. or carpet? I should say carpet. The carpet bag. I don't know. Um, <laughs> the uh, Mert rips open the the carpet, and Rainier says, "Okay, that that's not cheap. Please do be careful. Uh, it is the rug from um, his house that you asked for." Oh. Excellent. We already. already have that. Unless you already yeah, have that. And then it's some other very nice looking rug um, that was taken from Rainier's house. Uh, and inside are the, um, a very not unsubstantial number of weapons, um, ranging from staves and clubs to short swords, long swords. Um, there are two longbows. Is this the shadow weapons? This is, these are shadow weapons that you have not seen. Okay. Um, they are not from Renair's house. This is a whole nother set. Awesome. Uh, Mert brought them and thought thought you might need these or some of them. Take what you will. Uh, Barrett is immediately drawn to the pile. <clears throat> okay. Starts, so go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say it just picks up a staff, picks up a bow, definitely looking them over. Okay. So everything in here is from appears to be, you would assume. From Mert's person, yeah, Mert's personal store, um, or his personal cache of weapons. Nothing in here looks inexpensive. Nothing in here looks to be anything less than a plus two. Um, and there's pretty much one each of everything. Um, how many longbows are there? Two. When we say they're shadow, that means like they're visibly. Yep. Shadow. They are infused with shadow. Just like the ones that you saw at Renair's. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> well, 
Okay. <laughs> give, give, give us a moment, Mert, to, to look over these things. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, well, I, I, Go ahead. I don't want to be greedy. I, I have a weapon or two that I could probably use, but boy, I... But they're going to maybe I know maybe not everybody feels the same way, but I am really excited about using the enemy's weapons against them. So I certainly would sign up for one of these staffs and a longbow if there's enough to go around. The question I have for the longbows is the bow is the weapon, but the arrow also is part of the weapon. So does it, you know, it does. Um, The bow has the effect of Mm. enchanting the arrow. It's a set, but you can use any arrows. Uh, any magical arrows used in it revert to whatever their own magic is. They can't pick up the shadow. So bear it. <laughs> um, you know, no triple magic arrows. Well, so a plus one arrow fired from it would revert back to just a regular plus one piercing damage, not plus one shadow piercing damage. Correct. Okay. All right. That's good. Good to know. One or the other. I got regular arrows. Go ahead. I think I will suggest to Aiden to take a shadow bow, long bow, and then right. I would take his regular one. I assume it's a regular one. I don't actually know, but. As far as you know, yes, it is. Um. <laughs> awesome. Ellie, do you want the second long bow for yourself? I, I mean, I'll, I. No, I don't. Not yet. Not at the moment. I think I need to have a conversation with someone first. Um, but yeah, I think uh, this arrangement will be fine. I mean, Aiden would be all over that pile if, if you. Oh, like, I know. Which is, all. yeah. I'm not pretending like he doesn't. He doesn't have a problem with. Um, yeah, he'll probably pick up a short sword to upgrade from a dagger. I wonder if Z is served by using any of these, or if he should just stick with his poi with his covers on, or if that would really won't work. Are they shadow covers? Pro- pro- probably, if they really need shadow, probably the only thing that is only weapon that makes sense would be a flail. That's going to be similar to the poi in terms of wielding it. Mm-hmm. Is there a shadow flail there? Uh, there is not actually a shadow flail, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, as far as the as far as as far as the weapons go, what you know about them, and I don't know if this would help. Um, and Mert would be able to explain a little bit better that um, normal magical weapons definitely do damage, um, but there are some creatures on whom normal magical weapons just don't work at all and the sh- it has shown that the shadow at least makes an impact um those particular creatures or constructs as the case may be um tend to be almost immune to damage altogether and even these shadow weapons don't do very well against them um the only thing that works is radiant damage or one of these weapons so the paw uh, the paw Mer- not the paw's Mer- not gone off. The whip might might not work all that great right now, but I don't. I think my radiant paw is still going to be just as effective as any other weapon I would use. That certainly may be true. Uh, Mert did not bring them with any expectation that you would all be jumping for joy. He brought them just in case you might need them. So he knows better. Very generous of you. Don, okay. are you great, Mert? Yes, Mert. Very generous. Don, are you going to be okay with us using these weapons? I mean, I know you got to make a personal decision yourself, but is it going to make you nervous uh, that I even got one? Uh, well, the weapon would make me nervous, not necessarily you using it. Um, as for myself, I don't think I could even bring myself to touch them. So yeah, I'll just be keeping an eye on the weapons. I trust you to handle what you think you can. 
Um, but I don't think I could even pick one up without inadvertently burning myself. So none for me. None for me. Thanks. <laughs> none for me. Thanks. <laughs> what, Damon? Sorry. I said Don has seen some things. Yeah. Not, not touching those. Um, yeah. So is it cool then if Aiden grabs a longbow as well and a short sword? Sounds like a great idea. Yeah. That's Minus two longbows now, one short sword. I don't know what else you're grabbing, Barrett. Uh, Barrett took a, if there's a staff of some kind that he can use as a bow staff, he'll take yep. that. And, and these are just your regular longbows and short swords. No pluses at all, right, Damon? Plus two. Everything's plus two or above. Oh, I thought you said it was lo- like nothing was more than a plus two. Oh, no, 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 no. This is Merc. Oh, uh, these shoot. are not cheap. Merc doesn't have cheap anything. Oh, that's good. Ooh. Uh, while we're looking at weapons, where's Marin right now? Um, Marin has not shown up yet into the room. Um, he's often in. Okay, so he's not in here. Um, Correct. Okay, so I would say, well, as long as these are out and you have these on your person, I finished going through Andrew's notes last night, and he mentions experimenting with shadow. He's very vague. It's incredibly frustrating. I didn't really, I got information, but not much, but I did get from his notes that he doesn't like the way either Marin or the shadow react to each other. He didn't specify what that means, but do not let Marin near these. Um, and just don't let him see them. If you can help it, don't let him touch them. Uh, and to be quick about this and out of character animal post, what I have during the break, it's not much. So you should be able to read it in our break. Um, but uh, Barrett, he does mention that he keeps the dagger hidden and he seems able to control the sword, but both weapons are good repositories. I'm assuming he means shadow magic because he says he's cleaned it from most of the weapons he made for Renair, and most of it is in his sword, but the dagger holds the rest. Rest of so be, wow. I don't know. He doesn't specify. Um, so I'll pull out the paper and read his specific entry uh quickly. Um maybe not. He so says. Maybe not so quickly. You know what? Don will just read this. So he says, finally, I've gotten my hands on some. The sphere is holding. I can move it around as needed, which is helpful. The the sphere seems to hold far more than it should, which is also helpful. Reaching in still scares me a little, but I seem to have it bending as I like. The light helps. And what I can gauge from that is my theory is the box has a sphere of some sort of shadow in it. And that's what he means. And I found some other notes that mention the light a little more. It sounds like he just has some sort of Helper lights to move the shadow, sort of how I use the glove. No more details on that. But he says, Marin still won't touch it. It seems to lean towards him when I'm using it. I don't like the way he reacts to it or it to him. So I'm only using it when he's not around. He can still help. I just won't actually test it until he's gone from the room. Success. I've gotten it into our weapons. Unfortunately, it drains me considerably, but some rest and I'm ready to go again. The dagger took almost two ten day, but I think it will get easier. Erky noticed, but I think as long as I rest before I see him, he won't see it again. Or if he is getting suspicious, everything else will need to be encoded from here on out. Luckily, I figured out how to communicate with Marin effectively, so Erky has no idea what we're talking about. The upside is that we can keep working when he's around. The downside, though, is I think I have to leave Troll Skull to work on this. I think Renair has a place I can use, but I won't take Marin there. And then I'll turn to Renair and say, more on that. I'd like to know where that was, if you know what he's talking about. Uh, I do. And then, all right. 
the second of Eliasias, he's almost here. I knew he was coming. I've known, but that now that the time has actually come, I'm just scared. I've cleaned it from most of the weapons I've made for Renair. Most of it is in my sword, but the dagger holds the rest. I think the weapons will be fine. My sword and the dagger seem to be good repositories. Larlock was right. I keep the dagger hidden and I seem to be able to control the sword. And then the last entry reads, the weight is getting heavier. I faced him twice. Each time it gets heavier. I don't know how much longer I'll be able to wield it. But in the end, I don't think it will matter. It is almost over anyway. Waterdeep is lost and with it, any hope I had. The legacy of my family dies with me. The shame is almost unbearable. If there is any hope at all, it lies with the weaver. My time is done only four days. So what was the date on that? Uh, On that last one, there was no date. Okay. We do know that. What appears to be the final confrontation was on High Harvest Tide, so I can only assume he meant four days prior to that. That's when he wrote this. Um, there are only two dated entries here going back a couple of months. I don't know if the dates hold any significance so much as Andor writing down a date when he thought of it. Um, I've cross-referenced the dates we have, and nothing seems to be extremely... Nothing stood out to me as far as the two dates he listed. Um, but based on a couple of other records, it took him almost a month to get back to Waterdeep with Marin, based on Marin's condition. Um, ah, all right. The last little bit of, uh, information, not necessarily good, but it is informative. Uh, so Andrew had a theory that Elminster and Syrik were trapped in battle once they were both sucked into that rift. And it's in Andrew's mind, it was that Elminster is locked away until, or unless someone is ready to battle Syrik because freeing one might free both. Uh, on a whim, I sent Elminster last night and somehow the message got through, but I basically called him a bastard and asked if he was fighting Siric and he he is he is actively battling Siric and the bit he got back to me was that he can no longer help Ander and we are the hope so it really is up to us Elminster is no longer a viable resource yay <laughs> it seems that he took okay. a gamble with us being gone then not having what they needed to unlock Dunamancy and he failed so and Lorlock Larlock was mentioned uh, by even Crest and in the Historia as the person considered to be the first Lich, the Shadow King, who supposedly is the creator of the Death Moon Orb that Dreslin now has. Supposedly he was killed a long time ago, but somehow the orb that was supposedly destroyed, uh, Dreslin has. A lot of supposedies. Has another or has the original, we don't know. And I don't know what Ander was referring to when he writes Larlock was right. He mentions a weaver. He says, if there is any hope at all, it lies with the weaver. Yeah. Do we think (laughs) he's talking about Z? What with all the extra? Is it a capital W weaver? (laughs) Yes, it is a title. Uh, The weaver. See our conversation yesterday. I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I know I have delusions of grandeur, but when I start seeing it it in the night in ways that I don't understand, it involves shadow and light coming together um i don't really understand it but it does make me wonder if um andrew's talking about someone else i mean talking about me no for sure he's talking about you i don't know well i think i do have a theory on that and for what it's worth z if this scares you more i apologize if that's not my intention but based on what andrew says and your abilities and the notes that we have seen i can't help but wonder if he thinks the hope lies with if you are the weaver you learning how to handle dunamancy i can't even say it what is it again dunamancy 
That's why we're a team. We'll say it. And Z will just throw up. (laughs) (laughs) Been there too, buddy. (laughs) It needs due to Mancy. It needs a gesture. Mm, I'll let you handle that part. I'm not really gesturing. Okay. Do we have so if we can communicate with Marin a little better, then maybe. Marin's actually the only person to learn anything about Dudamancy from. Is that correct? Potentially, right now. That's if he knows anything. It's happening. Okay. <laughs> Control your eyes or turn your camera. <laughs> I just, there are some sessions that I could just sit out. <laughs> you just don't need me. Uh, where is, uh, where is Erky during all of this? Don, you were the I'd one. I'd be that- up to you. Well, no, you, you would have decided if Erky was there or not. He was there, but mm. I, I rather you know. So I would say based on the import yeah. of the situation, and I have it on the good note of a DM that Erky is not on the might potentially betray us list. I have proof. Uh, <laughs> I would I would Ooh. say Erky needs to come over. Uh, Erky. No, I mean he would have if if you yeah. didn't expressly say he was not there. Then uh, okay. Before we dump Erky into the conversation. Can I just get one clarification on one thing that you yes. said? So you said that you messaged, I'm just trying to get the timeline straight. You messaged Elminster. I was able to night. send him incredibly late last him. night. Okay. And so he told you all this stuff and he said that we are now Anders Hope. Yes. But uh, just back me up or help me make sure I've got this timeline straight. Mm-hmm. At the time, the last thing he would have seen as he's getting sucked into the rift to do eternal battle with Cyric is Andrew is still there. Blackstaff yes. is dead. He may or may not have known that. And he knows that Marin was there too. So he doesn't know that Andrew is dead. No, he somehow does know that Andrew is missing because back when we first woke up buried, I had sent him then. And he was able to send back to me that he just said Andrew's missing. He probably tried to contact Andrew and just mm-hmm. like he got a, I am not, available in this existence anymore answer voicemail <laughs> yeah, but for the sake of the record uh to send back the number you, as you have dialed as... cannot be reached <laughs> on this plane of existence please hang up and uh, but, try your call. but elminster said as long as i breathe i will battle the prince of lies but i can no longer aid the young blackwood you are anders hope title drop yeah trying pull back just chugging my entire drink as we have this conversation, but I don't think it can handle that. Uh, but if Erky, yeah, but if Erky did not explicitly hear that, even if we read through it one time, I would absolutely call him over because. So it sounds like potentially Ander created some sort of relationship with this Lara Lock, even if it's just communication or alliance that he didn't want Erky to know about. Unless it or was just is records it, Or it's just found. about the shadow infusing part that he didn't want Erky to know about. There's no way to tell from the notes he left. I mean, he was really, when you were reading the journal last time, he just sounded like he didn't trust, either maybe he didn't trust Erky, no offense, Erky, or he was ashamed and he didn't feel like he wanted to be judged by Erky. I I think it's a mix of all of the above. Um, And I think after what happened to Marin, Andrew became incredibly secluded and private and shut himself and his brother away as much as possible. Erky would definitely agree with that statement. I mean, I... There were days when I wouldn't see either of them. They'd be downstairs in the basement all day, or... In the basement? Ander would leave, or occasionally. Well, we know Marin had a workplace here. Is it here? 
or at least one of them. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Scrub that place before, down real well now. And before I do forget, uh, Renair, what place of yours was Andrew referring to? It's a warehouse, uh, a little further from here than than we would like, but certainly accessible through the sewers. What uh, Aiden would pipe pipe up immediately. I know where it is. I took him there several times. Okay. If we have time, maybe we'll see if we can do that today or tomorrow. Mm -hmm. He would never let me stay. I don't know what he did, but uh, he always let me guide him through the sewers. We're finding out now for sure. Mm -hmm. And I assume mention of the dagger as a repository. Just at, at this time, my only assumption is that he means shatter magic, but what assignment it has, or if it's mundane, somehow held in the dagger, I don't know. Um, so Barrett, if you feel any inclination towards well, it. I was starting to type it to Damon, but I'll just go ahead and ask in person. I mean, in out of, out of character, in character, when Barrett was going through his morning prayers, meditation, physical fitness exercises, he was pre- intentionally paying attention to if he felt like he was called or drawn in any way to that dagger that's wrapped in sailcloth and leather bindings in the back and in the bottom of his backpack. And, and nothing seems out of the ordinary. So, I mean, ordinary is a bit of a stretch with, with that (laughs) particular dagger, but nothing, nothing, Barry would not notice anything about being possessed or drawn to it or or obsessed with it or he doesn't, he hasn't called it my precious even one time. Right. That's Hasn't felt an itch to unwrap it and check and see if it's still there. Correct. Okay. So I would relay then based on if Dawn just said that. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. I I have, as a part of my morning meditation, I've really been thinking about if I've been thinking about it (laughs) and I don't believe I have. So. Well, one more note on that. Um, I'm sorry, Z. If you suddenly find a child dangling off the far end of it, please put it down. (laughs) I, I will do that. Thank you. It's good to know. Ooh, that's the visual. Um, on that note, Barrett, if you remember when Tabitha was um, attached to that ring of tides, any mention of it or about it, she got quite defensive. So if I seemingly ask you out of nowhere about the dagger, it's not that I don't trust you, but I'm going to gauge your response because if you do end up cursed by that thing, you might not know it. I understand. And I, I fully support it. I, yeah, I don't want to be <laughs> attached to it, at least until it's time to be. So so as, as Barrett agrees, I'll look him dead in the eye and say, so would you feel comfortable someone else holding that dagger to see if he gets defensive? <laughs> <laughs> it's mine. <laughs> let's, just, uh, let's, just, let's just put it in Ellie's bag. Oh, Forget about it. <laughs> if Barrett doesn't respond in any weird inclination, I'll, okay, right now he's no, I, uh Yes, oh. if someone feels they need to carry it for a day or two, that's fine. Breath of relief. Um, I'll ask right. you again tomorrow. I forgot to mention, I Damon, I, Ellie attempted to attune to the face sun pendant thing. We don't have a name for it yet, so. Gotcha. Okay, that was the night before. That was. Um. Um, I would say that that was probably, well, we'll move on and I'll figure that out. Okay. (laughs) It's not that easy. Okay. I will, I will just add just a few things as, um, Erky comes into the conversation. He, um, would definitely start showing signs of distress as you talked about, as you read the parts that referred to him. Uh, it's pretty clear he's not read or, or even been able to decipher anything. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and the uh, his reaction is very he's very stung by the words um, <laughs> that Ander was hiding things from him that there were things that he didn't like and specifically when when Larlock is mentioned um, he he doesn't really hang his head but you can see that there is a a shift um, in the way he carries himself at that point. Um, as you finish or continue through the notes leading up to the four days before Anders death, uh, Erky definitely gets further and further kind of into, um, retrospection, introspection. Um, the, the notes definitely disturb him. I mean, he's still Erky. He still, you know, tries to cover it up and, and put on a, a optimistic face, but it's pretty clear that the notes had an impact on him. Um, could I roll an he insight check? He doesn't to offer see anything. So yeah, I'm just going to insight check. If it's, it. yeah. I'd like to see if it's like a personal, like he may have added to this and he's realizing the repercussions of something he did, or if he takes it personally, as in he had no idea and or felt this way about him in this instance. Yeah, roll. Is he blaming himself versus just sad about Ander. Uh, dirty twenty. Uh, it's definitely more than just sad about Ander. Okay. Um, there's definitely definitely more here than that. I'm going to cast suggestion on Earthy. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Everybody get the gnome. Oh, Erky, tell me everything you know. Wouldn't definitely. Uh, oh, Erky, would you like to sit down? No, let's let's get some breakfast. And he turns and heads to the kitchen. Quick now breakfast. I cast suggestion on Erky. Oh, no. Are you really? No. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Not on Erky. Oh, gosh, my face today. Maybe we'll talk to him after. I know that holding him up from his duties might just make him feel worse. Mm. Um, Indeed. So, Renair would offer, uh, we have much we need to discuss today. Mert, um, is there anything in particular that you need to share with them, any updates or anything like that? Um, Mert doesn't have anything in particular other than, obviously, he's missed you guys. Um, and but he's available for questions if there's of import you wanted to share with him. No, I, I just wanted to bring these weapons over. I thought they would be helpful and provide any other services I might be able to. We definitely appreciate that, and we'll put them to good use, or at least Aiden and I will. Uh, I did have questions. I was going to wander down to the docks at some point and just talk to some people, some old shipmates that I might be able to find down there, but it seems like you've been traveling outside of Waterdeep, so maybe you can tell us a little bit about What's happening? We've been able to gather that this storm seems to be unique to Waterdeep. It's not like one of these storms have been opened up over top of the major cities or whatever. But and and we can obviously see, I guess, if we wander around today, what life is like in Waterdeep. But what's life like when you get out away from away from here? Everywhere except Neverwinter seems to be faring poorly. Neverwinter, perhaps because they were always faring poorly. Uh, the the economy up and down the coast is collapsing quickly. Uh, poverty is everywhere. The roads are full of refugees, most from Waterdeep, but others in the big cities have started to flee as well. There are, there are thousands dead from Waterdeep and beyond. Uh, the, the outskirts, the, the darker paths, the old secret tra trade routes are more dangerous than ever. And the safe ones... Are not very safe anymore at that. The coast is falling. I've not seen anything like it for years. And we've heard that the cult of Sarek is moving 
underground through the underdark. Does that yes, it, confirm what you've seen up above? You don't see many cultists. Definitively, uh, the it's almost as if their recruiting efforts have finished. People still go missing, but it's very rare. It seems to be more strategic now. Mm. Like certain people that that may have been missed. I can't even imagine the numbers they've amassed underground. They're almost never visible in big groups, I think, to hide their numbers. And yes, we have a number of colleagues in the Underdark who have reported that the the cult is moving through the Underdark. It's their their main method of moving about. Dangerous, considering so many of them are just townspeople. But nonetheless, that seems to be what they're doing. So if we needed to travel to the Underdark for some specific reason, you would recommend getting straight in, straight out? Yes. Uh, the Yawning Portal is probably still the best entry. There is one in the City of the Dead. I don't know if it's currently passable. Uh, there is another that I haven't checked on in a while. But the Yawning Portal is still available, still in use. How the cult is going in and out. We believe they had one in their hideout headquarters whatever we called it uh but beyond that i'm not sure how they're getting in and out they're they're not seen that often in water deep anymore but they're not going in out of the the city of the dead i don't think so uh the city of the dead right now is a scary place to be even for cultists okay. uh, during the day it has its own horrors and at night of course well you you will have heard what happens at night. what's wrong with it during the day yeah wow. Being the city of the dead, it was always, uh, there were always places within it that you didn't want to be at any given time. But now it's as if the the evil entities within the city have have decided that the boundaries no longer apply. So those ghosts and undead who would normally have been uneasy or uh, uh, disturbed during the na- day now seem to walk about as if as if they own the place. It's not that many, but still not a very pleasant place to be. But, and I would direct this question at Renera. you've been there during the day, yes, and gotten into that chapel and to the lower level where you think the portal is? Yes, it's definitely passable. Uh, there are a, an occasional skeleton here or there or ghost, but nothing of any significance. Because I do have an idea. Um, I do have access to a spell that if I have 10 minutes close to where we think the portal originates, even though the spell does cover quite a large bit of land, if it's a small building, um, I could potentially keep that portal from opening for 24 hours. And I don't know if that gives the city some sort of a reprieve or could give the upper hand somehow, but I... I guess, thank Helm and my friends, I do have the components that would be needed. And we do have that ring that if I attuned to it, would guarantee success. Wow. And and <laughs> blows the mind of the DM. <laughs> we could, well, he, he responds, we could negate this Black Knight. Yes. We could prevent the portal from opening on a Black Knight. If the portal opens by the normal straits in which a portal would open to the shadow fell. Yes. Well, I'm certainly not sure of that. Portals are not exactly my specialty, but if we could do that. That being, that being said though, even if it doesn't close the portal, I can designate um, types of creatures that should they enter the space where I do cast the spell would take damage before being able to leave. 
Well, we've, uh, we had a meeting last night, uh, and I, I was excited to be coming here this morning to share some of this with you. Uh, several of us have been taking notes over the past few months, and we last night finally had the opportunity to sit down and, and put things together. What we've determined about the Black Knight is that, yes, the, the storm gets stronger, and yes, the, the monsters are strengthened or return or, or their numbers grow. These are all things we knew. Uh, we've also discovered, we think, that each Black Knight, there is some sort of evolution where the monsters that we've already been fighting, that we've already known, that we've already dealt with, gain something, get stronger or gain a new power. Last time, we think, we think this happened the last time, um, they seemed many seem to gain some sort of ability to do telepathic harm where just being near them could cause fear or psychic damage or headaches any number of things dealing with the mind but as we exchange notes it it appears as though much of that was new to the last black knight so we 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 went back through our notes and we found other other things that we believe happen each black knight so if you're saying we could prevent one, we could prevent a Black Knight, we could at least stall the evolution of the creature and perhaps slow the storm a little. Do you, would we be able to do this every month, every Black Knight? If I'm here, or if there's another cleric who could cast the same spell, theoretically, yes. And if they have a way to guarantee that the spell would succeed. Um, the only reason I, I think this would work is because we do have that ring from Ander that if you attune to it, it lets you bypass that area of failure the reach yes yes that just might work i don't know that it will solve anything but it could at least buy us some time and it would only last for a full 24 hours so really only one night but this night potentially might be if we can get there during the day it could work so then tomorrow night it wouldn't be a black night but it would be it it could open again but yes we don't know what would happen i suppose if we block it tonight, would it make another attempt tomorrow night? If it's truly tied to the phase of the moon, the moon's going to go on forward. Yeah. Hopefully. It's worth a try. Uh, it's not at all what I was going to suggest, but if we could do anything to weaken or, or at least slow the growth, the evolution and the power of these creatures that haunt our city. Yeah, we need to try this. And we could do it during so, the day. Uh, like yes, we could go just now so long. Do it. Uh, I, I would have to attune to the ring first, so it will take a small bit of time. And um, then if it's cast properly and succeeds, then within the next few hours, you'll the 24-hour the clock would start. Absolutely. What what do you need? How how can we help? And he uh, looks at Mert I, quickly, and Mert just kind of nods. Um, I just need to attune to that ring. And whatever suggestions you were going to pitch about what to do about the portal, I think they're so valuable to be heard. Well, um, we, we don't know what causes the portal to open. We, we just know that it opened. We've not been able to be close enough to see it happen. We know that shadow emanates from that building. We assume that the portal or, or whatever it is that's opening is, is downstairs in the tombs. Um, my suggestion was to be there when the portal opens to see if we could either close it or send someone through. Well, we can get into the shadow fell and see what's causing it to open. Perhaps we could prevent it from opening altogether, but 
we could do that tomorrow. We could do that. I mean, another if the spell works, it would it would tell us within a forty thousand square foot area where the portal is. So if it doesn't open because of that spell, then we'll know essentially the where it's coming from could get much smaller. The area that we assume it is. And tomorrow the portal could open again at night. Yes, but with no new moon, it would be just like last night. We can hope. I don't know if there's any ramifications of creatures lining up at the closed portal until it opens again. So I would prepare for a larger number of them. Um, but backed up. Yeah. We'd still bypass the new moon. Right. Well, if we bypass the new moon and we bypass this black night, then we slow their evolution at the very least. If it doesn't work, then we're no worse off just a day later. I, I don't see a downside. And then I'll look at the group and say, I know this might change plans we had for this morning, getting Marin to Blackstaff Tower. But if all of you are willing, I'll attune to the ring while we're here talking. Sure. Sounds like a good idea. Yeah, I think, I mean, I don't know. I don't have any way of knowing what tomorrow will bring. But if this is something good we can do today and it has a reasonable chance of of stemming the tide uh, and making the monsters not evolve for one month that seems like it's a worthwhile effort and i know i think our primary goal was to get marin to blackstaff tower today but it feels like if this is something that we're going to attempt we should attempt it sooner rather than later i mean get a good breakfast on our belts and have you attuned to the ring and any last minute things we need to do but i would definitely suggest heading out because renier if i understand it you've been past the trap door correct or did you ever make it past the trap door? In the chapel. Yeah, yes. we, went, we went downstairs during the day. So, but but you never found where you think the actual source of the portal might have been. So we're still going to be searching for that. I guess my point is we may have hours of searching in front of us before before we can uh, before we can complete this this step. So I just feel like we should get going with it as soon as possible. Ready. I, I couldn't agree more. What, whatever we can do to prevent tonight. Well, good. Let me finish this sausages and pack my scarves, and I'll be good. Good now. It also, I'm on a little the going to Blackstaff Tower with Marin. Now my mindset going there is a little different because now I need to find Dudamancy like everywhere, and I wasn't really thinking that a day ago. Everywhere. So let's let's do this thing. Let's do this thing. <laughs> I actually have I have three Bobby Dazzlers. I have three Bobby Dazzlers, so I have a little extra light. We've got the Nightstone. Um, I actually have more light on me now, so I just think that's going to be useful. Well, in terms of the spell, once we're in the vault and I cast it, I don't, I mean, for all we know, we'll be set upon by monsters. I'm going to assume the worst, but hope for the best. But there's no reason to explore anymore, I think. Um, Just get in, cast, get out. So... Mm -hmm. As long as we know where to cast, right? I mean, I know you said it's 400,000 square feet, which sounds big. Only 40,000. I wish it was 400,000. Only 40,000. But it's a 200 by 200 square, right? It is. And then Don will pull out a little map that he sketched (laughs) to show the map. I put it over a random chapel, Damon. I'm not sure if that's the actual spot, but Don has calculated that it will at least cover. Don's always done math, much to Anna's chagrin. You know, if he asked for help, maybe he'd get better maps. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, any information on the layout? 
So I will unattune from the Amulet of the Devout because that was absolutely a flickery item. And I will start to attune to the Ash and Reach ring. And so everyone would know that by unattuning to the Amulet, my spells are slightly easier to bypass by creatures. And I have one last channel divinity, but it was flickering. So for all we know, I had none of those things. So I'm going to go do my Dawn sits in the corner to attune to another piece of jewelry. (laughs) While Dawn does that. Yes. Uh, while Don does that, Renair would pull out sketches of map because he would have brought some. And I would like to ask Merck about his teleportation circle at uh, his lodge. Yes. Is it still viable? Yes. Okay. Uh, the lodge is less protected by magical means than it to be, but our treaties are holding and it is under fairly constant observation. Ob- have you been back there recently? I have not. Uh, I have spent a few nights early on traveling there, but most most of my travels these days have been to other cities. Um, Silverhand's trade policies have been largely ignored by her, and somehow it has fallen to me to keep commerce alive for Waterdeep. So I've spent most of my time as a an ambassador, so to speak, trying to ensure that trade freely moves up and down the Sword Coast in as much as it can. Uh, Many of the regulations of getting in and out of Waterdeep at night were put in place through informal treaties that I created with the other cities. Uh, I don't know if you've seen or heard about the gates outside, but at night we lock the gates in both directions and we have set up informal camps so that those arriving at night can have a place to stay until the gates open in the morning. Um, hmm. Okay. So that's where much of my time has been spent. Makes sense. Do you have other questions for Mert? Not at the moment. So Barrett during this time would have pulled Urquius or uh, Rainier aside and said, can you give me a description of these monsters that, oh wait, we've got the notes. You do have his notes. Game. Yeah. We've got the notes. So like yeah. in terms of monsters that are resistant to all types of magical damage, we, that's what we would, that's the mechanic we'll roll for it, right? Yeah, essentially, okay. yes, that's right. exactly how that'll work. Um, okay. Obviously, that's cool. your own abilities, but um, with with having the notes, you will have the opportunity to roll to see if information about the particular monster is contained okay. in those notes. Would studying the notes, or do we just assume we've already studied the I'm notes? I'm just going to assume that you would okay. have studied those. All right, great. Just trying to be, be productive with this hour of... Unattunement, yeah. uh-huh. attunement thing. I was going to uh-huh. have, have Barrett study the notes, but if we don't need to do that, we don't need to do that. Well, I mean, we can say that Barrett is studying those notes during that time period. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, okay. Hopefully, we're not looking at my notes. Hopefully, we're looking at an actual map. Um, so that's the chapel. This is the first floor of the chapel, uh, easily less than 40,000 square feet on the first floor. And then the second floor, again, easily less than 40,000 square feet. So, and But the second floor is where the trap door is. Uh, the trap door is here on the first floor. Oh, okay. Right there. Got it. And leads to this ladder right here on the second floor. Sure. Okay. Um, actually, a quick mechanics question, because I've never come up with this question before. Well, words. I've never come up against this before. So Forbidden's is listed as a ritual spell. Yep. And it says the casting time is 10 minutes. Is that saying, can I still cast it instantaneously? I don't think so. No, it does. It takes okay. minutes. Yeah. Okay. It's Just only a ritual spell. I don't, 
Ah, okay. Because I don't know if I've ever paid enough attention to know if there were only ritual spells like that. Okay, never mind. Just making sure I had my information correct with what I just told the group, which I did. Well, I think well, and I couldn't I swear that, you, that that's correct, but that's what we're going with. <laughs> no, that's totally you, fine. Yeah, if you cast it as a if you cast it as a ritual, it would be ten minutes plus ten minutes for a ritual, so right. it would be twenty minutes. Ah, okay. So casting instantaneously is ten minutes. Instantaneously with a spell is, slot. Is a spell slot. Yeah. No, okay. Normally, yes, but for this spell specifically, it says parentheses ritual after casting time of 10 minutes, which means as a ritual, it is 10 minutes. And only as a ritual. Yeah. Hey, where does it say in parentheses? I don't think that's true. Did I miss that? Right where you don't think that's true? Have it. The reason I say it says 10 minutes ritual. It doesn't say that on my DDB sheet. No, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at. No, I am too. I am too now. See, so, so like there on identify, it says one minute. That's the casting time. It takes one minute, but if you cast it, but it is a ritual spell, meaning if, then you can add 10 minutes okay. to it. So, it so would be 11 minutes. if I cast forbidden, forbiddance as a ritual, it would be 20 minutes. Yes. Correct. Nope. Okay. Thank you. That's true. I agree with okay. that. I it mean, that's fair. Then yeah. that's right. okay. Because the 10 minute rule still, still stands. Don would right. cast and it, it as fast as possible. 10 minutes. But, but the good thing is it would not use a slot. Correct. No, but we want to be as fast as possible. So. Yep. Well, maybe. Um, yeah. Actually. You know what? I think, you know, what? it's a good way to test the ring because if you still have to expend that higher level slot, and I do have a seventh level, so that might still be expended oh, to bypass true. the 100%. Yeah. So yep, yep, regardless, yep. it is using a slot of some sort. It will take at minimum 10 minutes. There we yep. go. Done. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Just What's to... for breakfast? <laughs> Sausages and whatever's. I'm sure some sort of and sadness, some sort of bread of some kind. Um, this just as a reminder, Renair would have this on the table, just showing you. Um, and they have been through all of, been through the whole, the whole lower level. Renair, when you were there before, did you encounter any traps, any booby traps, anything that we need to? I mean, obviously we'll check ourselves, but anything that you may have already discovered? Uh, no, not nothing. It seems just like an ordinary crypt, a little old, a little. Um, well, not in the best shape, uh, but it's, I mean, it, it just seems to be a normal crypt, uh, to which Mert would add, um, that the chapel used to be to Joaquin, mm. who was the goddess of merchant. Mm-hmm. Um, she was a, a minor deity that disappeared in the gods war, like most gods, um, and was forced to walk on the material plane. But at the end of the gods war, when most of the other gods were returned to their um their status as deities joaquin was not um those who served her at the time did not regain their higher level spells they didn't regain most of their their powers um there were some who speculated that she actually traveled during the war she traveled to the shadow fell to try to make a deal with char um they do know or history records legend maybe records that she did try to make a number of deals um with various deities to get her powers back early even approaching helm to see if she could um buy her way back into um the her status as a god she wasn't able to uh dumb business move on her part that's right helm said uh no um and renair has brought with him a book one of his books, uh, you'll remember that Renair is quite the book collector of 
the history of Waterdeep. And the book that he opens and throws on the table is called The City of Splendors, Roots of Gold. And there is a small section on the chapel itself um, that it was built in the early 1300s when Joaquin was, was most popular. And up and down the coast, there were chapels and memorials built to her. Most of them have gone. Uh, There were even along popular trade routes, there were even small shrines set up, rock shrines and things like that, um, just to bless the the traders and those involved in commerce up and down trade routes. Uh, Almost all of those things have been gone. And during the God's War and a little bit beyond when she did not return, um, her chapel was uh, fell into disrepair. Her followers abandoned her since she didn't return to power. Um, there were parts of her um, her legend that show other gods, specifically Lyra, um, coming in and essentially not stealing her follow followers, but giving them someone to worship. So the chapel was actually rededicated to Lyra for a short time. And um, then following Lyra, it was dedicated to other minor deities related to trade, thievery, trickery, um, anything, anything transactional. Uh, All of that is in the book. And then um, Mert knows that also buried in the tomb are several important traders, most of their names long lost to history, but among them is said to be Gremin Telderok, G-R-E-M-M-I-N, Telderok is E-L-D-A-R-A-H-K, who was a dwarf and a follower of hers from before the God's War. Uh, He was said essentially to spend his entire fortune trying to get her back to restore her to her rightful place among um, the other deities and was essentially unable to do so. Um, He died before she was restored and um, is also supposedly buried there. So that's what we know of the chapel. It's currently just in disrepair. There are a number of a number of smaller altars to various gods. There's what would now be considered graffiti. Um, it, it's just a mess. Mm. All right. Everybody done with breakfast? Dawn, you need to grab a sausage for the road? I think I'm good. Um, one question. I actually don't know if this was asked. Uh, do Mert or Renair know if cantrips are affected by the 100% spell rule? Uh, they have not had any problems with Okay. Um well, if an hour has passed, I'd, I I am attuned to the ring. Uh, I would prefer if I, I would like to be able to attune to the mace as well, because that does a lot of radiant damage. But if we would prefer just to go now, I mean, I have I have my cantrips and I have my shield and I'm not too worried about not attuning to the mace um, if time is of the essence. Well, it's what, 8 a.m. now? Yeah, it's still, it's still started at definitely 7. Early, so so you can... if you need an another hour to tune to your mace it seems like that would be a handy item to have this this seems like it was built for this purpose mm-hmm. okay so in that then i will unattune from the sunblade and attune to the mace so that i am still attuned to my gauntlets so that will be the new repertoire of attunement so don will go back to his corner and sit for another hour <laughs> sit for another hour quietly <laughs> <Poor Don. laughs> Z will add a scarf. 
it will be very relaxing. <laughs> Just for fun, as a player, I have not been attuned to this mace for over almost over a year. Oh, wow. <laughs> so Anna's very happy to be attuning back to it. I love this thing. So, okay. Anyway, I'll just sit here in the corner for an hour. Anybody else? Anything Anything else anybody wants to do? Merc questions, Renair questions, Erky questions. Lily is stepping aside to have a mental conversation with a blue serpent, and she'll be back. Uh, well, Z has a question for Barrett, if we're the only oh. ones, like, and busying my hands, if yeah, that's fine. Um, Barrett was going to have a question for Erky, but we'll go here first. What's up, Z? Uh, uh, robe of eyes underground. I can see invisibly with that. I'm wondering, do you have an opinion on whether that's a good, since everyone else is occupied, whether that's a good idea to wear into the City of the Dark, or we should keep that off? I I know that you had trouble with it at one point where you were just basically getting blinded. By... Well, if we, if we cast Lights of Wall, which I think we may right. end up, or Walls of Light, um, in situation with undead, it's going to counteract it. Yeah. Um, well, I do I, I'm thinking the, the light is going to be more useful than our ability to see in the invisibility, but I won't have time to, um, well, you know, attune to it if, if we. <laughs> right. Barrett uh, reaches into his backpack and pulls out the lantern of revealing. Would you mm. like to carry this? It's uh, I've got a plenty of oil for it. And basically within its, radius of about 30 feet of light we'll be able to see anything that's invisible that's fine i don't need to carry it as long as i know that i'm not serving that function of being able to see invisible things alone if we have some yeah other that's means, fine great yeah well we'll we'll just use this lantern then i'll right. make sure i'll get some extra oil here from erky and make sure that we've got what we need for it but yeah i just don't like to carry it myself right. because i like to have my hands free i i need them to punch things with but Yes, we have so, a way to see invisibility. DM question. Now, I can still be attuned to it and not have it on. Is that correct? That is attuned to the robe? Robe of eyes and yeah. not be currently. Yes, you can be okay. attuned to it and not currently using it. Yes. Okay, good. good. That's it for uh, me. Barrett will slide over to Erky and kind of just when the two of them are out of earshot of everyone and say, Erky, I noticed, and this is strange for me because I'm not known as a people person, but I... <laughs> did notice that you were very uncomfortable when all of those notes from Andrew were being read. I I know he was under a lot of stress. He was under a lot of strain. I, I hope you don't take any of that personally. I I wish he had confided in me what what he was doing. I his his trust in others waned significantly. He led others well. He rallied the city so many times in so many small skirmishes and battles and even the large ones. But at the end, he had his brother and had shut everyone out. I'm not, I'm sad about it, of course, but also regretful. I may have been able to help. Um, he's right. I did notice something was wrong. I did notice him looking more and more wary. I assumed it was the stress. I assumed it was the battles and, and being forced to lead at such a young age. It never occurred to me that, that he was doing something that might cause it as well. I just, I may have been able to help. And it is unfortunate to find out now that there were secrets beyond, beyond what I knew he was already keeping. I knew he was keeping Marin away from people, even me for the most part. I knew he and Marin were communicating. I knew he was able to 
have conversations on some level with Marin, but to find out there was so much more going on without me knowing or being involved is hard. I am sorry that that's how you feel or that that's how the situation made you feel. I, I know I'm not supposed to say I, I know what you feel, but I do know what you feel. There's been times where this group not been able to connect with some of them, and I know they're hiding things and keeping things. And yeah, it's difficult to go on being being with people who aren't being that open. So sorry that that's where you're at. Well, I just, I, I wonder if I could have made a difference. Probably not in the end. It seems he knew he was destined for whatever his end was. Nonetheless, and he takes a bite of his sausage. Don't let anyone tell you you're not good at this. Gives you a clap on the shoulder. <laughs> and scene. Mm-hmm. All right. As Barry is returning, I will, I'm going to make eye contact with Don, and then I'm going to reach out for one of the shadow daggers. <laughs> but at, I can't but say if, anything because I'm concentrating. <laughs> but <laughs> need someone to, just in case things go wrong. But I will. Take, it doesn't mean I won't break it if something explodes, but I'm, I'm watching. Um, I'm always watching. Yeah, I will. Mm, yeah, Don I will is always watching. Tentatively pick up a one dagger and then another one. Jeez. <laughs> Just keep adding and then another and then the moonstone and then the shadow stone and then <laughs> Merc brought everything. And yeah, no, two daggers, I think. Well, mm, they're plus twos. They are. Yeah. They're very pretty. <laughs> Maybe an extra one for throwing. <laughs> I don't know how many. In case I lose one of the first two. <laughs> and a short sword, then. And a short sword. <laughs> which is basically three daggers combined into one weapon, which is really economical. So maybe two short swords. <laughs> and this, Ellie doesn't use and this, short swords normally. So that's in case she has to throw a dagger and it goes forever, you know? Fair this chair and this pair of glasses. Right. <laughs> and one of these and one of those. Um, okay, so for those of you who have picked up the weapons, um, when you, if you pick them up by their hilt or by the the the, the way you would hold it, in, um, it is disconcerting. Um, they emanate shadow, so you can actually see the almost like smoke, the wisps coming off of the blades. Um, And when you hold one by the hilt, one of the short swords, for example, by the hilt, um, that those wisps surround all the way down your arm and up your wrist. And um, you don't, there's no actual physical sensation of like it holding back, holding on to you as well. But looking at it, you feel like there should be kind of like seeing a bug on you that you can't feel kind of thing. Just like having like someone's finger right here and you have right that there. really irritating. Right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> have fun, guys. Um, I imagine it. Have you seen those experiments where people have um, a blinder between their real hand mm. and, fake hand, and the doctor yep. touches the real hand and the fake hand? I imagine it feels a lot like that. But it's just, evil. Just eerie. And it's it's a very uncomfortable feeling. Um, and you would also note Mert won't touch them. That's why they were in the blanket. Understandable. Mm. Uh, Mert gets another little gold star in little Don's book. <laughs> yeah. Don't touch it. So um, so you've got new weapons. Some of you have new weapons. Um, Don has spent the morning 
sitting alone in a corner doing not much of anything. <laughs> You've got some new information from Erky and we're right up against a break and then you're headed to the cemetery. Is that the plan? Was mm-hmm. Eliana having our conversation with a snake first or? No, I, I did it while y'all were chatting. So it's all good. Oh, wow. Also, I think attuning to stuff is very important. DM who keeps giving us items to attune to. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> During this time, because since Dawn was attuning and I didn't think about it until just now, can I have given uh, Aiden the gem of seeing so that he could attune to it? Sure. Since that's the what that's what I unattuned to to attempt to attune to the pendant thing. Attune to to attune to tune to tune to tune to tune. Yeah. Yep. yep. Sure. Okay. No problem. No problem. Um, okay. So I, I would suggest at this point it's probably a perfect time for a break. Mm-hmm. And then we can see what the city of dead may hold. Okay. Sound good? Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Back in a minute or 10 or so. Welcome back. What is the curfew? The um, the curfew begins on um, on these nights, on nights of the new moon. It begins uh, two hours before sundown. Two hours before sundown. Whatever okay. time that is. Let's go to everybody mm-hmm. off the streets. So I, I don't know. Well, I guess we'll call it um, six. I mean, but that's and- normal sundown or is that? shadow time sundown because well know. the yeah the so the uh sunrise and sunset still exist it's just hard to Gage. differentiate anything through the storm gotcha but they definitely still exist and nightfall still is related to the sun itself setting um before we leave i want to cast press press digitation but i'm going to use the fancier fey version and in the spell, it says, essentially, I can create a little familiar. Yeah. Technically for myself, but I think that's too much for a cantrip. So it's just going to be a little... Actually, before I do it, I'm going to ask Erky, what's your favorite type of animal? An otter. So I'm going to make a little otter that'll just follow him around and, like, Aww. swim in the air. But that's yeah. essentially all it is, is like a kind of manifest, like he can touch it and pet it, but you can't do anything for him other than nice. bring comfort. Emotional because, support. Yeah. Because emotional really, support. Really, this is my emotional support otter. Ellie is really sad about all of this crap for her. Mm-hmm. So she's going to give him a little pet because apparently that's what she does. <clears throat> so, yeah, there you go. I like the emotional that. The, support the, familiar. The ESO, the emotional support Indeed. otter. Yes, exactly. uh, I apologize. I didn't actually take a break. I was um, loading up your cemetery and the dog has to pee. So give me just two seconds. You need a break? Yeah. Sure. He'll, he'll come back in. Um, okay. Uh, one more question for Renair. Yes. Um, would his two people, uh, Arcus and Armenti, be willing to come with us because they have, they came out of the crypt from the Shadowfell and they have the psychic resistance to. From the creatures. Mm-hmm. They would. They would be willing to go with uh, He would, however, ask, it's important that they're on duty tonight. Mm. So bring them back alive? Yeah, if you don't mind. Not at all. But if, if you can't spare them, that's fine. Uh, I, during the day, it's fine. Everyone will be, every, most people will be off the streets during the day anyway. At night, I mean, on nights like this, we don't even go out. But if we're needed... We yeah. like to be available, so. But if we're successful, you're going to all get the night off. Well, we'll see. 
Uh, so yes, they would definitely go with you, uh, which means I have to get them. <laughs> but they're only a block away. Look, they're right over here. Uh, Two. I should grab you guys one. Um, Ellie also took a short bow. <laughs> okay. We but look over and there's no weapons left. Gross. Ellie now has two daggers, a short sword, and a short bow. And the rug to wrap it all up into. Look. And then she looks at Aiden and goes, Aiden, I told you to stop picking those up. Give them to me. <laughs> now. She doesn't, she's, anyways, I don't need to explain <laughs> Anyways. You do not need to explain your and it's I don't, in, no, you don't. You just have to be willing to take crap for it, so... <laughs> it's in she's holding the short bow in the bag of holding just in case you know long distance it has to be a thing she realizes she can't use well actually no we can use cantrips so eldritch blast still works um so you can still you can use spells um in the 100 percent first and second level spells as far as you know still work everywhere yeah ah okay that doesn't exist yeah. for me thanks damon though some people can still use spells. The good ones, the good ones. Yeah. Don't, well, the good ones do exist, but not the offensive ones, the defensive ones. Isn't Eldritch Blast a cantrip? Yes. Mm-hmm. No, I just remembered that. But okay. the, my first, and I don't have first. I have yeah, first. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. I get it. I just, I was curious because I thought it was a cantrip. And thank you, Erky, for making me a few extra tarts. Always. It's been so long since he's had anyone to make tarts for. Well, I need them for some of my spells. So in that mm-hmm. case, she won't take the short bow because she has Eldritch Blast. No, <laughs> oh, she'll take, take it. it for different take reasons. It. For different reasons. All right. She's taking the short bow. It's already in the notes. So whether she takes it or not, at this point, <laughs> she took it. All right. There we go. Okay. So um, is that where you're just headed straight there? Is that the plan? Mm-hmm. Sooner yep. the better. All right. Um, so Renair summons um, his cohorts somehow, miraculously. And I would imagine everybody leaves probably around lunch because it would take them a minute to get there and get their things together, blah, 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 blah. Um, The two of them are, uh, well, I mean, you've met them before, obviously. Um, Barrett, they stand a little bit further away from you. (laughs) Understandably. Because you killed one. Um, But they are, um, you you would assume that they are at least as capable as you. As the group? Without putting that in games, um, probably not. Um, probably not quite as capable. Come to think, but they're definitely tough. So we'll they know back. which end of the sword to hold on to. Definitely. How how are they armed? Are they are they melee armed or are they uh, both? Bows? both. They, okay. They they, both. okay. Um, the only thing that you don't see is any anything that looks even remotely magical um she is much more of a um martial kind of weapons um she carries two blades on her back and whatever is her ranged weapons you don't actually see um he has a long bow strung over his back and a short sword at least on the way there barrett would acknowledging that he killed one of them uh i'm really sorry about our last encounter you Kind of caught me in a bad place. I, I would want it back, but I have this club that's it is magical, but I've looked at it and determined that it's glowing solid. It's it's still magically strong. If either one of you would like to use it, um, we're good. Thanks. All right. Oh, he just watches the exchange, slightly confused. 
<laughs> okay, so the um, the walk to the city of the dead. There's a couple of things that you need to know. Uh, the rain is continuing. Um, the um, the storm is is just as bad as it ever was. It doesn't appear to have worsened, but it's yeah. I mean, it, it it's bad. Being out in the light and kind of walking through the city without necessarily a destination. Um, well, I shouldn't say it that way. With more time to look around, you you catch a few more details now that you're kind of just wandering through the city. Um, the level of damage that you see is more significant than you remember. I have nothing for you. You need to go lay down. Um, is more significant than you remember. Might be that you just didn't notice. Might be you're going into areas that you haven't been through before. But the closer you get to the City of the Dead, the worse things seem to look. Um, there are very, very, very few people on the streets. Waterdeep has been pretty empty since you've arrived anyway, but now even more so today, um, presumably because it's new moon. The, the two of them would just conversate back and forth with you somewhat, uh, mostly her. He's very quiet, um, having been dead, but um, they would probably fill you in as much as they could on what they've encountered in terms of enemies and monsters and things like that. Go lay down, please. Um, and basically would be adding to the volume that you have from Renair, the, the information. Uh, but for the most part, you can tell walking with them that they have experienced um, a lot over the past few months. Um, they've lost several companions. After coming out of the Shadowfell, they... Um, they immediately tried to find who was helping, who was doing anything, because they hoped that they would have information that could be used. But they, unfortunately, their memory was so scant as to what they were doing there. Um, there wasn't much, wasn't too much that they could offer that Renair and his group didn't already know about. But they've proved helpful. So, and we will share this. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, that one. Checking for notes again. <laughs> that one, if it shows up, is fine. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. That is the correct screen. Uh, so walking through the city of the dead, I will say that along the way, um, you do encounter a number of um, uh, undead creatures. Uh, there's a number of ghosts moving about. They don't seem to be interested in you or you're far enough away that they don't, they don't seem to bothering be bothering you or care too much. Um, but it's it's certainly disconcerting. We'll say it that way. Um, they do keep their they stay within the city of the dead. They don't cross the boundary. Um, and you would learn from these two that most of the undead will not leave the city of dead until nighttime fall. So uh, off in the distance from where with you us. Are is the chapel. I'm sorry. Say that again, please. Aiden is with us. Aiden is with us. Okay. Yes. I can get his token. Would you mind? That would be fabulous. Thank not you. Not at all. Uh, so this is, woo, this is the chapel. Uh, here. <laughs> woo. Um, it's a couple of layers up and you can see it off in the distance. Uh, visibility is very low. Everything would be considered not dim light, but certainly shadowy. I hate to use that word, but the, the traditional sense of shadowy. Um, the rain and clouds such as it is are um, are keeping the light very low. In addition to that, the clouds above you, which you now know is shadow, um, are lower than you remember them from yesterday. 
the the cloud ceiling is much closer to the ground. Does that make sense? Everybody, mm -hmm. everybody understand that? All right. Uh, so, any any preparations you'd like to make or anything you'd like to do prior to entering the chapel? John's just ready to go in. Says a little prayer to himself. The carpet is out. The little one. Out. Thank you, pet. How long can I ask? Um, I don't know their names. Either one of the of Renair's people. How long will it take us to get down to the second, the, the basement area, the lower? Not long. If we don't encounter anything, it's very short, very small. Um, the the chapel is in a shambles, crawling over rubble and things gets a little challenging, but nothing unusual. Not less than 10 minutes though, right? Uh, probably, unless we encounter something or or you want to look around. Okay. I'll take that into consideration and I don't do what I was going to do. I wait. Okay. So the walk up to um, the chapel is um, uneventful. So I will put you here at the door. We'll go over here to the door. Um, in front of you, and you can decide to walk around the chapel or do whatever you want, but in front of you are a set of two double doors. They are mostly broken. The door on the right is pretty much falling off its hinges so you can see in. There are no lights inside, um, but for most of it, there is no ceiling either. So it's pretty easy to see inside and around this first floor. And you can tell me what you want to do. Would you guys rather me light up the lantern of revealing and carry it with us? Or do you want me to... Uh... Z could actually carry that fighting on the carpet in front if we want to do that. Oh, all right. That'd be great. So Barrett will you know, hit me hand first, over the lantern of revealing. Thing. Yep. Oh, and then actually I'll have I'll tell Aiden to activate the gem of seeing. Okay. And he'll have eyes behind us at all times. He won't be in the back, but he'll like be looking behind Julie. Understood. Okay. So you're heading in then? Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Boldly. Very um, boldly. So the first the first area that you enter in the chapel upstairs is pretty snug. It's a little bit square, so let me shrink. Um, it's pretty tight fit. It's uh, just a little inner vestibule area. Uh, there's an archway between this area and the next. The next area appears to be the main chapel area. There are, from where you're standing, you can see in through the archway. Um, there are a number of broken seating areas benches pews um the ceiling for the most part has caved in but what remains of the ceiling seems to have been removed from the chapel so it's not like all fallen in there are there's certainly refuse there's certainly broken things that you have to step over um but it's not as if the the entire roof has collapsed in and you have to navigate it. whoever has been using the chapel has it hasn't it doesn't appear to have bothered them that there's no ceiling um they've just continued to so in front of you like i said is the archway that leads into the main chapel from here you can see double doors at the other end of the structure and um probably most of you can see a door off to the right so z probably gliding in first and just use doing a scan with the lantern okay so z to reveal all of that, that correct yeah, probably about two feet off the ground if, at the most, but depending on how he needs to do to navigate the space. Okay. 
So um, Z, inside the main area of the chapel, there's double doors at the end front. I mean, you've seen a map of this place, so you pretty much mm-hmm. know where everything goes. Uh, there's nothing, I mean, other than the fact that the chapel is completely destroyed and in bits and pieces, there's nothing that seems to catch your eye or catch your attention. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you do see a number of smaller altars, and altar is a really loose word. Um, mm-hmm. Some some shrines, maybe very small shrines where people have lit a candle to various deities. Um, there there is a quite a bit of char related stuff around, but nothing nothing formal, nothing big, and nothing of value. And there's a door off to your right, M1. Barrett would enter in right behind Z. He's not going to let him go by himself. I'll I'll follow in between, knowing Dawn. Mm-hmm. And I'll follow Ellie and Aid. Great. And you do have your compatriots, but um, who would be whispering, you know, it's through here. This is the way that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, also, just as we're walking, because like I'm trusting my companions are doing their own reconnaissance. I will be focusing on just absorbing as much um, Shar iconography or what the offerings are like, that sort of thing. Okay. So on that note, then, like I mentioned, there are really two primary ones. You can see um, a number of offerings to Shar, which are clearly from her worshipers. Um, and then the rest seem to be more um, gifts to appease Shar. The gifts to appease are less than pleasant. Um, remnants of goats, crows, that sort of thing. Sacrificial. Yeah. Okay. Animal sacrifice. Oh, no. Um, but clearly nothing, uh, to be clear, and you would know this definitely, nothing that was done by like a high priest of Shar or yeah. anything like that. This is all very um, small potatoes. Like the peasant followers. So Yes. Okay. Or, or those who are terrified of her. Yep. Yep. There's nothing formal about anything, really. No. Gotcha. And then anything to older deities, anything that's older than Shar stuff seems to be... Um, or anything that's to other deities seems to be older, very hard to pinpoint mm-hmm. um, for whom it was intended, things like that. Um, coin bowls that completely lack coins, that sort of thing. As far as sights and sounds, it um, the the rain flows in here freely, so everything is soaking wet. Uh, you can't hear anything out of the ordinary other than your own voices and footsteps and the sound of the pattering rain. Um, there's no, no ghouls wraithing about mm-hmm. or whatever. And the lantern of revealing isn't revealing anything invisible. Nope. Not at all. Name for the gem of seeing as we enter behind us. That's correct. Okay. Well, let's well take- I don't think that we need to clear every room in the sense that we need to search all this stuff. Cause it looks like it's pretty well picked over and that's mm-hmm. not really our mission here, but I would want to just peek into these side wings real quickly to make sure if we have to make a quick exit, that there's nothing in here that's going to pop out and stop us. So Barrett will check out the left. Well, there is always one option. I'll point to the lack of ceiling. <laughs> Definitively in a, a, a quick escape route, certainly. Yes. Um, okay, so the room to the left, Barrett, as you kind of peek in through the door, um, the a good probably the- 20% of the wall is just completely missing, the stone wall. On the side, on the left room, was just gone. Um, there's no, it's crumbling, and it would make a great escape route if you decided to flee that way. Um, short of 
clearly some sort of animal nest in the corner. There's nothing nothing here that would disturb. All right. And just check the right one. Uh, Again, the right... not really like making, yep. you know, a thorough tossing of the place, but. Sure. The, the right-hand side is in a little better shape. It's got more roof than the rest of the place. But again, refuse, um, not, much, not much to look at. Okay. I'll definitely point out that exits are here, 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 here. <laughs> if we need them. Your nearest exit may be above you. <laughs> and um, you said it's a double door up here at the front? At the front, yes. Double door. Um, yeah, just quickly check it for any traps or anything that doesn't smell right. Sure, roll investigation check, please. Uh, Z, you want to check with me? Sure, as long as I can do it from here. Yeah, have you check high, I'll check low. Excellent. <laughs> You're up there already. Mm-hmm. Right. So either both of you roll or one with advantage? Uh, well, I rolled, so you roll on your own, I guess. And unfortunately, I got a seven. Uh, you roll with advantage. Oh, all right then. I will roll again. And this time, an 18. An 18. Uh if there had been a trap here, um, it's long gone. The the wear and tear on this door and everything around you uh, just wouldn't support. Okay. So you feel like you're pretty confident that it's... All right, these look clear. I'm going to proceed on. And mm-hmm. he opens the doors. Okay. As you head forward into that area, Barrett, um, the... Well, okay. Sorry, what? Go well, ahead. If, if he... I mean, since I can see the map, if he opens the doors and sees all that red whatever on the ground, he would probably stop and point that out to everyone and then say, somebody that knows this kind of symbology, can you look at it? See if this is some kind of teleportation deal or is this just random markings or does anyone see a pattern? Z, you're up high. Do you see a pattern? Z is looking at it. He's got the lantern facing into the room. just want to know if this is some kind of evil teleportation circle or some kind of glyph or does it mean something yeah upon hearing teleportation circle i'll like i'll duck under z and he couldn't as well okay under the carpet <laughs> do i need to roll or do i need to go further in um roll an arcana check please. uh that's a 22 on z's arcana beyond, don't screw me over yes that's a 25 on okay um I would say between the two of you, you would recognize that this looks like it was the beginning of a teleportation circle. It's not complete. There's not enough code here on the floor to do anything. Um, it could have been for something else. Like it, it, Ultimately, it could be some sort of religious icon- iconography that, that neither of you are familiar with, but it looks most like an income. Um that being said, an incomplete teleportation circle you both would know is is useless. It might as well be might as well be a kid's drawing on the ground. Um, but or a y- sacrificial blood splatter, <laughs> as it looks. It could be that too. Could have been drawn with sacrificial blood. You don't know. Um, the rest of the room, though, there's obviously a trap door in the floor that you already know about. It's not hidden. It's not. I mean, there's no attempt to cover it up. The windows are um, both stained glass to the northwest and the northeast, um, and both of them are shattered in various ways, allowing the wind through, that sort of thing. There are a number of tapestries that have either fallen off the wall or been ripped off the wall. Um, again, everything here looks terrible, and um, Arkies would would just kind of point it's, it's where we need to go tapestries are char related any imagery is char related 
Uh, the tapestries. Roll an investigation check, is he? How old are they? Investigation eighteen. Okay, so they. So I mean, this is Z's specialty. They are. Um, they're old, and they don't appear to have anything to do with Char. Um, there, there's only one that even has a remotely a piece that's hanging on the wall that you can actually identify. Um, and they are much more. They are from a happier time. Um, they depict the the one that you can see part of what's depicted looks like some sort of river. Um, probably at one point. It was a golden color, but it's faded and and mildewed now to be barely barely visible to an untrained eye like your. That's not you. Okay, looks a little Joaquini. Yes, it does. Uh, I think that given the fact that you know the history of the place, you would assume that's what it is. All right. Well, just because he can't help himself, Barrett will check for traps on that trap door. Okay, it's right there in the name. <laughs> it is right there in the name. Who are you stepping in, right, Barrett? Uh, that'd be an 11. Uh, it doesn't appear to be trapped as far as you can tell. Would you like assistance? Uh, well, you might have to check yourself since I already just checked. So I call for Aiden and ask him if you could help Barrett. Check okay. For- Will you please roll for Aiden? Do tabs. It's okay. What is that sleight of hand? I don't know. What is no, it's investigation. Uh, just investigation. Oh, well, it's hopeful. It's at the oh, that's a solid roll 16. Um, yeah, he's he's pretty confident as well that there aren't any traps. He kind of looks over it at Barrett, like, I don't even think you could trap this. I agree, but you know, it's worth a try. All right, Barrett will look at everyone and say, Hold on to your butts. Let me bring the lantern club, <laughs> Samuel Jackson, uh, imitation, and then go ahead and open the trap door. <laughs> okay. Uh, so Barrett, beneath you is a ladder. The ladder appears to be in pretty good shape. Um, you would judge it as sturdy before, I mean, but visually you would judge it as sturdy. Uh, it leads down about 15 feet, you would guess, beneath you um, into an octagonal room or hexagonal room. Don't remember. Um, we're going to call that octagonal. <laughs> um, <laughs> there is light, however, coming from the room beneath you. There is a flickering of candlelight does from what he could see is it a little bit better maintained yes like this place up here is barely falling apart i mean almost falling apart yeah um there are i would say you could probably see water puddles beneath you from where water is leaking down into the bottom into the next level but for the most part it looks certainly safe does anyone structure. else think it's weird structure. that there's a ladder i mean let's face it how do those little chicken nugget critters get up that ladder? Maybe they, they might be ferried up with the shadow and then manifest. Okay. Um, and maybe the ladder was because whoever opened the portal had to go down there themselves and set something. How tall is the ladder? Uh, I mean, 15, 15 feet to the floor. Right. Yep. All right. Are we ready? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Barrett doesn't touch the ladder. Just comes down. Of course. Rascal and press does the same. And I say rascal, I mean, Aiden, but same. <laughs> Gotcha. Okay, so uh, the layer below you, as I mentioned, there there is some puddling. There's some water down here. Um, the candles that are down here are clearly magical candles, uh, providing some sort of yellowy light. The floor is um, kind of a stone tile floor. Uh, it's a stone tile 
pretty ornate, but definitely old. You can see cracks in the floor. Um, everything structurally appears safe, but it, it definitely shows it's age. And you are surrounded by six sarcophagi, sar sarcophagi, coffins, um, where clearly people are entombed. Um, there are various images over each coffin that seem to indicate um, probably some deed or some historical event that happened to each of the, the folks that are interred here um, to remember them. The coffins themselves are stone, or appear to the sarcophagi are stone. Um, they appear to be unmolested, as far as you can tell. Is everyone down there yet? Mm -hmm. Sure. To be. Yeah. Down. yeah. So then I'll lean over and ask our two friends, uh, whose names I can't see. Archies and Ermenti. <laughs> yes, those two. We need nicknames for them. Um, a &E. You, the dead guy. A&E. We'll A &E. ask A&E. &E. Very good. Uh, are we close? Close to what? I mean, this this is uh, the tomb. At well, this point, I would like to. Oh, did I cut you off, Barrett? But but this is just to finish that that thought. So this mm -hmm. is the level we think that we need to be on. Oh yeah, this is this is far down as we've gone. If there's any other way down, we don't know it. All right, Barrett will go ahead and cast uh, Shield of Faith on himself. Last ten minutes. So very good. Yeah. Okay. Funny enough, Ellie will actually do the same, but cast Bless on Aiden. I mean, not Bless, sorry. Protection against good and evil. Evil and good, whatever. Oh, nice. Dawn? Um, at this point, I would like to take off the Glove of Radiance and use the eye. What I'm looking for is I'm trying to sense if there is sort of a, like a signature of where the portal would be, like essence, like the last vestiges of, like, is there a place I can feel as we go through, like a, a shadow stain, for lack of a better term, shadow of where the portal might be. And I would tell, gross. Um, yeah, it is gross. <laughs> the companions, um, based on the maps, uh, this area down here, I need to be in the most central location, even if it's a corner of a hallway, for this spell to cover as much as possible this area. So that's probably that way. And she would point to the west. Um, so to the west, is a hallway again more water flooding um and to the east is a very large altar this altar contains a statue probably originally to joaquin but it is um the head is missing it's missing an arm it looks pretty rough but that's probably who it was originally too um anyway and the the a and e would point down this hallway over here okay that's where i would need to cast my spell whatever you gauge to be the center of these tunnels. Yeah, it's probably through that hallway and then around the corner, uh, a little bit down. Uh, if you're looking for the center, that's it, probably the best place. All right. Well, if you um, want me to go ahead, Don, I'll, I'll let's, let's, that way for you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking that, um, you know, the Z on the carpet with the lantern in front of anywhere Don is going at this point, so nothing come up and jumps. Yep. Out Bear, of invisibly. Will be, okay. Bear will be right there with Z. So marching order, am I behind you two or in front? You're behind. Behind. Unless you want to be on the carpet, was the, but that's your call. Uh, I'd rather, <clears throat> excuse me, be on the ground, folks. I'm feeling for, it's easier for me to concentrate okay. with my hand when I'm not in the air like that. Is that good as a marching order? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any you're at the back? I think so. I think like in case anything comes from the back. 
so so she definitely would have tried to be in the front to lead you to where don asked Mm. oh that makes sense i would say she should be by all means okay but we're trying to keep them alive but you know yeah Yeah. (laughs) yeah. we've got strict orders not to kill you this time well they're not this time nice mm. <laughs> well they're not incredible. does barrett say that out loud yeah you know what he I does but he tap he pats her on the shoulder in a friendly Ellie's way the one that says, this time i think it's the best i think that's fantastic um okay so marching down this hallway you the you can hear the um the pounding of the rain above your head you can hear dripping in the tomb where water is dripping down and into you are but again it's i mean other than being very musty very just smelly mildewy gross there's nothing nothing here of any terror (laughs) nothing here to scare you anyway is the trap door did we leave it open i assumed so just because it it would be a challenge to close it so you can you can choose to close it if you'd like hey aiden can you Shuffle up that ladder real quick and just spike that door open for us. He jumps, scurries up, close the door. Right I would... S- you yeah. want it closed and spiked? No, no, no. I want it spiked open. open. Like, I'm assuming it like flipped open and it's laying on the floor. Like, oh, oh, spiked open. Okay. Spike it open, nail it down to the floor. Yeah. He, he, he can so do. that it doesn't slam shut and lock us in. Gotcha. Although it probably will anyway if it wants to. But Yeah. Um. So I'll just say... Now that you guys have, are back together with Aiden and and you watched him get you through the sewers to here, mm-hmm. the the swiftness with which he moves up that ladder to do what you just said and jumps over you, his agility has significantly from like it's like watching him in his raccoon form, but as a boy. It seems like he would be on display, and you probably would have noticed picked up on that. Holy wait, okay, great. All right. So moving through, um, it gets windy, as you can see on the map. When you get to about right there. <laughs> oh, I wonder if I can just twist. I'll be great. Probably <laughs> can't. Oh, wait. <laughs> Love it. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> You're all upside down, but there you are. Um, no. So when you get to about here is when she would um, she would say this is about the middle right here, Don. So you can uh, do okay. what it is that you think you want to do. I will say the the coffin here um, looks a little bit more ornate than the others mm-hmm. that you've passed thus far. All of them look pretty ornate. These are clearly they clearly belong to um, wealthy, but given. You know, given what you know about the tomb, that's not too much of a surprise. Obviously, whoever this was, was a person of import, um, but there's no labels or here lies dead person. Okay. Or anything like that. Um, can I roll a sort of check to see if, because I'm assuming like the eye still lights up because the shadow ahead is above our heads is still pretty strong. So can I roll anything to see if I can sense like there has been, you know how, like if you cast a spell 20 times over, you leave like a spell there. Which I'm makes- looking for that with the portal. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, um, um, yeah, just roll an Arcana check. Oh, that's a good one. Um, that will be a twenty-five. Wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> I didn't even get dice out yet. <laughs> oh no. Oh, you can pick one. Oh, shadow. the black ones. I use shadow my black or one. light. <laughs> shadow, because I rolled my shadow die. Okay, shadow. Let's is... make a match. Twinsies. Okay. Yeah. Um. So yes or no. 
I don't remember the exact question, but um, you do get a sense of the that the shadow has been taking. Um, okay. Also, yeah, I'm looking for where the portal would have left a trace based on if you cast some spells like Teleportation Circle every day for a year, it's permanent. I'm looking for the signature it is not left here. by the portal. It is not here. Um, okay. What you have here is where you guys are, where you're currently standing, is a fairly um, worn path that Shadow has been following. Shadow, evil, something. Mm -hmm. um, past this point. Okay. So but I would get a sense, though. Okay. Um, hmm. So I'm going to pause, engage, and I'll say, I think we need to go a little further. I think I might be able to pinpoint the where the portal's opening, but it's not here. All right. Let's go on. Yep. Um, so doo -doo, doo -doo -doo. all of these doors, by the way, are, are either open or not there. Moving south. Um, well, by the way, you said that coffin was a little bit more ornate. Yes. It didn't have the name. Uh, I didn't get his first name, but M. Telhak, Telhak, whatever his name uh, was. It did not. Okay. Not that it would matter, but. So, um, moving southward, mm -hmm. you come into what appears to be the final chamber, um, and she would say, "This is this is kind of the end. There's not much else here." Um, as you move into this chamber, this is clearly uh, these seem to be the people for whom the tomb was actually built and originated. Um, the coffins here are even more ornate than than the ones before it with the exception of that one that was kind of in the middle that you just st stood at. Um, and I would say, Don, just, you know, echoing off of that other role, the, the portal and the intensity is definitely in this room. Um, okay. It's, it's just strong in here. I don't know that you would necessarily be able to pinpoint the exact location, but it's certainly, yeah, certainly strong in this room. Um, there have been some cave-ins that you can see over here where just the walls have started to crumble over the past, what, 200 years or whatnot since, since the, the chapel was built. Um, in the south corner, there's some sort of days um, with a, a broken, huge broken urn on it. Um, the urn is currently empty. Presumably it held gifts for Joaquin or, or something, but... Mm -hmm. Um, it's long since been robbed and destroyed. Okay. Uh, so I'd say it's, I can't make out the exact place within this room, but this is the room the portal opens in. Um, I could cast my spell back in this hallway. It will reach, or I can cast it directly in this room. Um, I don't like the look of those caskets. And could I do a quick investigative, just look to see if they look like they've been opened recently? Or, I mean, I know ghosts can come out of a lid, but a zombie can't. So. <laughs> What role would you like? Uh, how about an investigation? And there's Man. a number of... Yeah, um, I'll, I'll give you assistance on whatever you're doing. So would, go for it. May I flip a, this one? Or would you, you know, I'll roll this one. Okay, I'll roll this one. For a 21. Nice. Um, this one right here uh, is... It's just not where it originally was placed. It doesn't line up symmetrically with, with where it should be on the floor. Um, okay. as far as whether or not it was opened, eh, I mean, there's scuff marks, drag marks. It, it certainly could have been opened or grave robbers could have gotten into it or, um, or who knows what, but 
it it certainly looks out of place. Okay. So uh, I will point at that one. We'll say. Okay. Disturbed. So I will point at that one specifically and I'll say that's been moved somehow or disturbed. Just keep an eye on all of them, but that one. Uh, once I start this, I can't stop. And if I get interrupted, the energy will be gone. So I'm going to start casting. Uh, I'll cast it in this hallway because it'll reach down and up. All right. Barrett is going to, if that's the case, Barrett's going to position himself. The idea that there's going to be, I can't move it. Somebody else is going to have to move me. But I think the most likely threat is to come from down here. So yes, he will put himself here between the threat and Dawn or what he thinks is, could be the threat. I I don't think we want her all the way over here by herself. No, no, no. I want Z next, Z next to Don so he can jump on the carpet and zoom out of there if we need to. Yeah. Ellie and, and Aiden will take the Rear other guard. side. Since okay. everyone's crowding up in the zombie room. In the zombie room. Mm. All right. So the spell does not uh, burn the components when I cast it. So what I will do is I will take out the little vial of ruby dust, the powdered ruby. Um, I will first splatter... Uh, the sprinkling of holy water, like on the spot I am casting. And then I will take the incense needed, light that and put it in the ruby vial. So to like heat the dust up. And then I will start chanting under my breath to cast okay. it. And it takes and 10 minutes. Yeah. So you're casting it I'm, as a spell. I'm casting it as a spell using my seventh level spell slot to cast a sixth level spell with the Ashen Reach ring. So I'm going to be sure to hold the components in my right hand, which is holding, which is wearing the ring. The ring's on my right okay. hand. All right. So Don uh, kneels maybe to, to yeah. cast the spell. Always, always. Always, always. <laughs> um, kneels to cast <laughs> the spell. And um, the your compatriots are, um, Annie, are nervous. They just don't like magic and even less so in this particular room. Um, so they're extra alert, looking around, kind of catching themselves, staring at what Don's doing, almost like, you know, the train wreck you can't look away from and then trying to get back to their duties of, of guarding. Um, I did save him. though. Oh, I didn't look like me then. Never mind. No. <laughs> um, it, it's not that they don't trust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or the magic. They just don't like it. Um, and doing magic in this particular place, which is where they believe they surfaced from Shadowfell, um, is is disturbing. They just they just don't like it. Um, their memories of Shadow of Shadowfell and what they went through there are spotty at best. But anytime there's magic around it, it it makes it even worse. Just, sorry, quick question: There, um, did we establish whether their weapons had shadow on them or not? Uh, they, the ones that you can see uh-huh. do. They do. Okay. So yeah, you don't know if all of them do, but, but the ones. No, that- but that I, I wanted to establish whether or not they were opposed to using shadow magic weapons along with this, you know, aversion to magic. Um, they're keeping in mind their aversion to magic is that for the past X number of months, they've seen magic fail over and over and over oh, again. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. It's failed to to raise their dead kindred it's failed to defend them properly it's failed to protect them properly um so they just have no trust for magic. it's not it's not like they were born hating magic it's that no, yeah um yeah they just they just don't trust me all right well that makes sense okay so i earlier when you said that their weapons were not magic i assumed that meant they were not shadow either that's why barrett oh. offered a club to them okay. 
Gotcha. Because no. I thought that they, I thought they were going in with just a plain old sword <laughs> or oh, no. a plain old weapon, not anything kind of. Ma- okay. Um, all of, I mean, just for, from yeah. here, for any other of all of Renair's band has the shadow. Has shadow weapons. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Uh, some of them personally crafted. So, okay. So Don begins chanting um, and not much happens for the first few minutes. There's just Don chanting in a tomb. Um, Don's voice echoes off the walls. Everybody kind of just is quiet. Um, and then I would say it almost gets a little boring. Uh, maybe not boring, but but certainly feels very anticlimactic. Like whatever you thought was going to happen just doesn't. Um, the I don't know what this spell would look like. It's a really cool spell, but I, I would imagine that some sort of light emanates as as the or or why don't you tell me what what you think? I feel happened? like. Because like I'm like holding that. the stuff in one hand and then I have like a hand, my left hand on the ground and from Don's hand, like there would be a red light that seeps out to match the ruby, like really thin and spider, spider wainy, spider veiny, um, that would, that would slowly fade out, but sort of like concentric pulsing light as the, the net of forbiddance grows I love that. because it's sticks things in it and as i'm casting i am designating fiends undead the whole list because it says one or more from a list i'm dictating anything it's like fiend undead uh there was let me pull it up <laughs> shadow, Elementals, shadow creatures yeah all the yicky ickies i am designating um I, I will well all the ones that i can uh, I'm going to add shadow to that list just because you're with your experience with shadow. I can't imagine mm-hmm. that. I can't imagine that Don would not be able to add shadow creatures okay. as a creature type to this. Spell. And then um, I'm obviously using radiant damage instead of necrotic. If anything comes in like during the spell, it's radiant. <laughs> Damn it. Um, okay. So uh, can't overlap, blah, 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 blah. Fine. Okay. So I would say as, um, as the red kind of flows down the steps, almost almost looking like um, like dry ice flowing down the stairs, kind of in the, in the red light as it moves. Um, when it gets here to this particular coffin, um, Z, Barrett, and um, Arkis would notice sounds coming from that coffin. Um, not, I would say, rustling sounds. Um, as if something inside were stirring. Z would look at the other. I'm sorry, Z. Yeah, Z, I'm going to tell you what you're going to do. Barrett would look <laughs> at Z, and I don't know if that's A or E there. I think it's E. Uh, would look at that and make sure that they saw what was going on. He'd motion for them to stay. Yeah. And he's going to move cautiously and carefully down, probably, I guess, more in the center of the room and be ready to deal with whatever it is but he'll you said the lid's not off it's not correct uh okay uh but he'll just yeah. be ready to to i guess holding an action for lack of a better term z's gonna go right ahead and cast poi blanket over it as best he can Ooh, over poi, the coffin poi blanket over th- yes so he's going to cover it with a 30 foot tight cloth that kind of cinches around it like it's a piece of cabbage wrapped around meat Nice. And he can cinch it. So he's putting a seal over it. And it's a fourth level spell. He's going to try it. 
Oh, okay, yeah. well, if he if he's doing that, then Barrett wouldn't move. If if I as I'm kind of indicating, stay away far enough so I have room to do. Yeah, this yeah. Well, my... then I'll wait if you're gonna um, if you're gonna do something. Well, fourth fourth level in a hundred percent zone still, but we have we're in the non met Well, I don't know. I guess we'll find also, out. Also, Z's items and magic are funky. Yeah, who knows? I'm gonna bank on the funky. Bank on they the definitely funk. bank on the funky. Uh, I only said fourth level spell because he said fourth level spell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that counts as an item versus a spell. So we'll see what happens. Um, Z, I need you to roll a D100. Ooh, that's exciting. Doesn't happen every day. No. That would be a 63. A 63. Um, okay. So Z, the. I wasn't ready for Z to cast spells. Um, <laughs> that also sounds so, like a title. <laughs> it does, I've been holding it? this blanket for weeks. Yeah, I got to say, though, I, a piece of cabbage over meat. That is, that too. That, that's oh, almost got to be the title. I, I don't remember. <laughs> Two weeks in a row. It'll just be, it'll just be one of those titles that says this or this or yes. this. <laughs> like a piece of cabbage. He's like, I cast poi cabbage. Poi cabbage. This is, this is the zombie Galupki. All right. Well, let, <laughs> let us see what happens. Um, he takes out a <laughs> small Christ. scar. He's on from that one. <laughs> right, anyway. He basically he throws a 12-inch circular piece of cloth out like a Frisbee, and it expands and clinches around the entire coffin. It can expand up to 30 feet, so he's going to really wrap it as best he can. All right. Um so I will say this, Z, the, the spell works. Yes. Um, you're very excited to see it work. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but as it leaves your hand, you can feel um, you can feel it not reacting the way you want. Uh, you're confident that it worked. You're not confident at how well it worked. So the strength might be lessened. Um, the okay. duration might be lessened. You don't yet know what could happen. But what you wanted to happen right now has happened. The coffin is um, a cabbage roll. <laughs> Excellent. You've been galupkied. You've been galupkied. Uh, so the rest of you, well, all of you at this point, would hear the rustling continue. Um, and then I think as tightly as it is wrapped, there's not much that you're going to see past that. But then you hear a pounding, which is clearly coming from within the casket. Um, there's no question that it's coming from within the casket. Well, I'm going to hold action to Eldritch Black, well, three now, I think. And uh, Aiden will do the same. He's going to try out the long bow, the Shroudo one, and just we're going to wait. Okay. Unless I hear the voice of Sharoon, no one's getting it. <laughs> <laughs> Sharoon. God, Sharoon. Wow. Um, you're staying there then, Ellie. Is that true? Yes. Okay. Uh, Barrett, did you want to take any action? You're closest. No. Uh, since I saw, I mean, he's got his shadow quarterstaff out. He's ready to go if something goes sideways. Okay. Passes the cabbage. Passes the cabbage. If something <laughs> passes the cabbage. It gets past the cabbage patch. Barrett will oh. attack. Uh, Ermenti is going to whoosh, draw both swords um, off of her back and assume a awesome looking stance of some sort. Um, Don, I assume you're remaining on your knees and trying to make mm-hmm. the spell work. 
Uh, I see none of this happening. I'm just concentrating on the prayer. Yeah, we just hear we just hear the boom 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 noise. So we will do this. Mm-hmm. Let's no, I'm gonna roll. <laughs> I'm gonna roll it. I don't trust you people to roll anymore. Oh, except that's a bad one. Okay. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. So we are um we are seven minutes in kill us all. casting the spell, is what we will say. Ooh. Uh, so seven minutes in seven minutes in mm-hmm. casting the spell so there's three okay. minutes remaining. um i would be very inclined to rule and I, I i'm open to objections but that none of the spell functions until the spell is cast. Mm-hmm. would you agree with that yes it has to fi- you have to finish summoning the energy to like flip the switch that's the way so. I see it. okay so while the red has certainly spread significantly out from you um whatever is going to happen hasn't happened uh which means i need to do this other thing do 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 definitely not can we play just to throw it out there anyone playing an extra 30 minutes tonight because starting at the beginning of combat no it's just going to be a i can't tonight ah okay no i gotta go tonight no worries um I was going to say I could be convinced, but <laughs> <laughs> shocker. Um, no worries. So I will say then um, what needs to happen next is that we need to roll initiative. If everyone would do that, please. Uh, Don, you're going last, period. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> you rolled a one. <laughs> so that would be a nine. <laughs> you rolled a negative eight. I rolled a prayer. <laughs> An 11. Ellie, you have an 11, you said? Yeah, and... Ooh, wow. 8 and 22. Jesus. Nice. Barrett got a 12. Barrett got a 12. Z. Z got a 12. Wow. We are just... You said Aiden's Aiden's good, but the rest of us... (laughs) 22. Okay. A and E both got 14. He's got good perception, so you know he he heard what was going on before Ellie. I don't know what Barrett's excuse is. Love it. Um, I'm concentrating okay. on the cabbage. Concentrating on the cabbage. So I think probably what we will do then is uh, probably call it right here. But I'll tell you what. <laughs> Roll initiative. I'll tell and you. No, that is I, I'll tell you the thing Let's that get. Happens. Let's get I'll six tell minutes. You the thing that happens. Um, okay, we can do six minutes. I bet. That's- so the, the next thing that happens, who just went? Everybody just went. Um, Aiden is in the back. So tell me what Aiden does, if anything. Does he see anything? Nope. All he hears, well, I mean, other than, than what has happened on the other side of Dawn, um, and he hears the pounding fist, he knows that Z took some sort of action. Um, he knows that these, both Barrett and... Um, E have readied themselves for battle, but he would not have any idea what the um, what the fiend might be. He will move to the other side of Dawn, but stay behind this group using the rubble as cover. Okay. And then he will aim at wherever, like he's just going to be at the ready to shoot at whatever shows up. Okay. So there is, as he's readying himself, um, the three of you in this room would hear something akin to a roar. Um, It's a humanoid sounding voice. 
very loud, not a word, not a command, not anything like that. Just a, um, a, a roar of anguish of some form. At which point, um, two ghosts, one from either coffin, um, would emerge through their coffin lids. In addition, um, you would hear at least one more coffin, one of these two, I'm going to say, given everything that's going on, it's hard to decide which one it is, but um, at least one of these two, there is some sort of noise coming from as well. Um, and that would bring us to Barrett, to your turn. Just a question then. Yes. If he's holding, waiting for yeah. whatever, wouldn't he shoot then? Oh, it, sure. If that's, yeah. If, if that's he, what's going to happen. Uh, holding action, I should say, with his longbow. because that's what Absolutely, yeah. I mean, totally, totally fine if that's what you want to do. Uh, it's the shadow longbow. Or yeah. his ring? No, yeah, his his shadow long. Gotcha. His shadow long. Did the ghost actually come up through the cabbage roll? Um, well, the cabbage roll is on this particular one here. Okay, so nothing came up mm-hmm. through the actual blanket. That's correct. Okay, good. Yeah. I think based on his angle, he's going to go for the one on the left. Okay. Because that makes the most sense and probably is the most visible. Um, and then, does, well, I didn't say he was hiding, but... It's a held action, so I don't know what is the... So you can roll his attack. Not great. 14. Uh, 14. So, yeah, um, the the arrow strikes true, and it speeds through the ghost, but does does seem to do damage. So go ahead and roll damage. Okay. Um, And does that include sneak attack damage or no? Because I didn't say he was hiding. Um, given that I don't think that that particular ghost would have been aware of him, I would say yes, it includes. Okay, so then let me roll the longbow first and then sneak attack. Oh, that sneak attack was just as long as you had an ally within five feet. You can do that, but they're not within but five he feet. He doesn't have one yeah. of those. But I did say he was taking cover mm-hmm. behind everyone to manifest that, but you know, it's a ghost. I don't know what capabilities they have. Oh, I had the um, map like super zoomed out. Ah. Uh, Total is um, is 13 for the bow and six for the sneak attack. So 19 total. Um, so the arrow flies through that ghost and dong, 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 into the um, into the lid of the coffin because I think that's fun, but also mm-hmm. immediately does damage to the ghost. So. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, which would then actually bring us to Barrett's turn this time. And All right. Say, yeah. yeah. Uh, did, which one did you fire at, Ellie? The, the one on the left, or Aiden, Aiden, the one on the left. Aiden fired at the one on the left as we're looking at the map. Okay. Yes. Uh, no, Barrett's got to shoot at the one that's closest to him. Okay. Uh, so Barrett will, with his six words. Well, I don't know. What's the mechanic? Do we? It's nine words. We got the nine words. No, no. Well, not on that. Sorry. <laughs> the the mechanic for do we know anything about these creatures? Uh, these are ghosts. These are just um, straight up ghosts. They're not shadowy yeah, ghosts. They, they don't. They appear to just be ghosts. Um, okay, Barrett, you've definitely encountered them. I'm trying to think of who has encountered ghosts, but I think all of us, except we all, all have. Well, yeah. unless Aiden's been out in, I don't know what he's encountered. Aiden's seen ghosts in the city, so. So yeah, then yeah. we all we all, all watched right. that one ghost touch Tabitha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Please don't make me ugly. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's right. I forgot about that. All right. Let's um, get through this round. Yes. Yes. yes okay. Yes. Um, so <laughs> Barrett will yell to um, keep Dawn protected from behind and will fire 
because he's holding his staff, he's holding the shadow staff in one hand, but he'll just fire a sacred flame at the ghost that's closest to him. All right. Uh, so that's a dexterity 18 saving throw. Oh. oh, I should roll that. I assume that the ghost is not considered prone because he's coming up out of the. Uh, no, ghosts are ghosts weird. Okay. That. So um, that is a natural 20. Well, then he naturally dodges the sacred flame. And that is, let's see, uh, move wise. Oh, bonus action. Yeah, I'll burn a key point and do patient defense for the bonus action. Okay. And um, just stay there on top of that coffin. All right. Z, that brings us to you. His phone phone just died. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. I think we might have to call it previous then. Previous before his turn. He's typing. Oh, no. (laughs) The suspense. Z holds the blanket. And squeeze anything corporeal that opens that lid. Squish. (laughs) Gross. Um, Well, if he's holding the blanket, then we're going to say that's his turn. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Just so that we can get through at least this round and know where we stopped. (laughs) Bag him and tag tag him. him. (laughs) Uh, So, Ellie, that brings us to your turn. Um, Okay, well, hearing Barrett say to uh, keep track of the back, Ellie will do exactly that. So, um, let me see. Just double checking. Aiden has, gosh, where's stuff? Aiden has protection against good and evil on him, which we'll have to establish how many minutes left of that for both him and Barrett later. Yeah, I'm I'm saying that it only took us a couple minutes to walk down here. So I think we've got a minute, minute to two minutes. So like left. six rounds left. I mean we can, ten we rounds. We can roll we can roll it here. We'll okay. just roll. We uh, have eight rounds. How about that? Sounds eight good. Rounds of what? We had uh yeah. we had ten minutes. 10 minutes we each cast on. a spell that lasts 10 minutes. So we're trying to figure out how many rounds we would So have. we're saying, and I said we would have between a minute and two minutes, so I rolled two six-sided dice, and we ended up with eight. Cool. So we got eight. Love it. If that's fair with you. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, I'm just making sure. I will hold my Eldritch Blast for anything coming in the opposite direction. I know that they're doing their thing, but I'm too far away. So I'm just going to make sure nothing gets past me and uh, E over here. Okay, cool beans. Um, and that just leaves, uh, this one is E. We, we decided, I think. Oh, I thought E was the girl. I mean, the guy. Other way around. E's the girl. Okay, yeah, so A, my bad. Right. Um, so she is going to, um, just run full on up to this ghost and make two attacks with her short sword. And a hit. Yay. Uh, both of those hit. Uh, and that particular ghost is looking really rough. Wink. Yep. Um, and that's, that's a round. Okay. So that'll be our stopping point. So I do nothing. I can keep like. Oh, you can choose to do something. You can say what. I mean, besi- no, no, no. I'm not. I, I, I'm not rolling anything. I don't like. I'm good. I'm just concentrating. Yeah, I'm. I'm going okay. to. Um. Well, we've already done this once. Yes, with it with a dead kid. <laughs> with a dead kid. Um, it was really bad. Yeah, it was <laughs> for an hour. <laughs> I'm going to say that the mechanics are going to work very much like concentration at this point, mm-hmm. if that makes sense to you. Mm-hmm. So, assuming you aren't harmed. Um, assuming Don isn't harmed, then he will just be maintaining concentration. Um, if he's harmed in any way, then he'll have to make concentration mm-hmm. checks. 
if that works cool. for you. That seems yes, to be a, a very good mechanic to use right there. So, um, okay, so round one of our <clears throat> combat is over. And um, yeah, and that that that's that. So I hope you all had a good evening. Mm-hmm. Always. Always. Yeah, that, was, uh, mm-hmm. that was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night.